When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. This is episode 126. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, as always, joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Megan, I saw you doing some posing. Uh, there's going to be no video version of this uh, of this episode because uh, StreamYard did not let us go live today. Facebook is down. Instagram is down. StreamYard is down. The whole world is is really coming to an end. And, it's, you know, great way to start you a know, Monday. Casual. So, you know, when the Internet goes down, life life itself is. I don't I mean, that's, that's why the dinosaurs died. It's everything. Uh, but really, I just have to do posing because if anyone listening knows about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, I feel like posing gives me power. That's so, that is you know, that's very that's, valid. That's just what I have to do to live my best. Very life. valid. Meanwhile, I'm doing the show shirtless this week. So <laughs> yeah, it. everyone's really missing out this week. We had a whole after oh, hours man, episode I'm, planned. Oh, hold on a second, guys. HR is beeping in. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take this call. No, so. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to leave the meeting. <laughs> I was going to say, oh no, they saw my Twitter. <laughs> anyway, we have a bunch of fun Pokemon news for you today. If you're new to the show, welcome. Congratulations. You found a great Pokemon podcast. We hope you stay and listen to many, many more episodes. Uh, we're going to go through some news today, take a break, go through some deep dives, and then a Pokemon fact at the very end. Usually it's a pretty good time. Hijinks ensue, and there's usually a bunch of tangents. So buckle in, keep all hands and feet inside the tram at all times, and let's go with Pokemon Go, because the Secrets of the Jungle event is live. It is. It is. Now, the important thing about this event, the the actual event doesn't really matter that much. It's kind of a lame-o event, but... The important thing about this event is be sure to log in and start your secret research or your special research before I believe it's October 8th or October 9th. Uh, yep. Give me a second. I can I can look up the exact times because that is how you get Zarud in Pokemon Go. And um, if you do not start it before then, you are uh, out of luck. So Where's the it's, opportunity. At least. Yeah, and... Uh, this is, of course, to celebrate the release of uh, the Secret of the Jungles game. It's uh, October 10th. You have until October 10th uh, to to get the special research uh, moving. So you just have to start the special research. You don't have to complete it. That's right. I like it when they do that. But sometimes the special research is is very much timely tied to whatever Pokemon and stuff like that are available. Oh, yeah uh so like if you don't start like if you do start it but don't finish it like it may take you a little while because you'll have to like find a pokemon that they've taken out of rotation for a little bit and yeah they that, they did that for but the the hoopa research that they just did they had like this entire segment where it was like timed up with the psychic spectacular well i didn't mm-hmm. really do the psychic spectacular so then it was like oh yeah go ahead and catch 30 psychic pokemon i'm like <laughs> have fun no, with thanks. that thanks man <laughs> Thanks. The another one was I forget what event it was, uh, like what special research. It was one of the really early ones. Had one which was catch an Aerodactyl, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it took me legitimately, it took me like a year to get that done. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, there is a new Pokemon statue for sale. It's mm-hmm. massive. Christian, have you ordered it yet? Because... I, I have not because my birthday is in a few days. And so I figure what I'm going to end up doing is CBS is going to give me that present. It's Ooh. just going to show up on my invoice as a, just a lot. Oh. oh, is and that, is that what's going to happen? That's, uh, I'm, I'm just going to sneak it in there. You know, this is, <laughs> this is pure. That, that pure... request is the most optimistic thing Hoffer has ever said. on the podcast. <laughs> So I was, I was really kind of teeing it up, hoping for, for Christian to say what the statue is. Oh, uh, it, it's, it's Bulbasaur. It's a giant Bulbasaur statue. It's, it is an awesome looking Bulbasaur too. It's like, it's huge. It's six hundred dollars. Since I saw the ticket, I was like the the, the 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 ticket price. I'm like, okay, well, and on to the next thing because this is yeah. something I cannot afford at all. Where would you Where would you put it? I don't know. So this this will lead <laughs> me into a segue. So I'm getting ready to move my office um, due to due to life circumstances. My office is moving out down into the basement um, because we need this bedroom as a bedroom. And so literally last week. I get a uh, text message from our nanny and she's like, uh, hey, you have a massive box outside. What is this massive box? I'm like, I don't know what this massive box is. Uh, so the massive box contains this massive dragon statue with, you know, this is the dragon goddess Tiamat uh, from Dungeons and Dragons. Um, you know, it's got a 26 inch wingspan. And I'm like, I don't know where to put this thing. This thing barely fits through doors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic. It's 26 inches. Why? You're just going to have to hang it from the ceiling. It's not meant to be. There's no way to I know hang you, it. You have, you have small okay, children. Well, if you got the heavy enough equipment, you could use that as a mobile over a Where's your sense crib. of adventure? Yeah, a bunch of fishing wire, some duct tape. That's how you end up with a broken Tiamat statue, Jim. Not if you do it correctly. <laughs> well, hey. you know, so we're we're still trying to figure that one out. Like, you know, uh, I keep joking. It's like going to be like my 15 foot, uh, you know, uh, skeleton statue outside. You know, instead of that, I'm just <laughs> going to have a giant five headed dragon goddess who's angry and wants to eat you and all your friends. Love. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so if I don't know anyway, where to put this, I don't know where the heck to put a Bulbasaur statue. I mean, it is a pretty cool looking statue, though. It is a really for sure. Cool yeah, statue. like the Bulbasaur itself. Like if you look this up, it's not Bulbasaur that's the big thing. Like the overall statue is huge. Yeah. There's like a full size Pokeball like it's a included. Scene. Yeah. yeah, there's like a scene of Bulbasaur going through a forest. I believe it's a one sixth scale. Um, and this is the third of the um, Kanto starter statue yeah. that they've done for this. So they already have done a Charmander. They've already done Squirtle. Those two sold out very quickly because um, these are obviously limited run because they're so big and expensive. And they also did a special Pikachu. I think that was the first one they did yeah, uh, so that sold out a long time ago so uh bulbasaur is the last one in this sequence uh if you can afford it and want it please send me pictures when you've unboxed mm-hmm. it because it looks yep. real cool um but yeah be aware it is six hundred dollars minimum like that's before you pay tax shipping, shipping insurance yeah. anything so let's, uh, let's go and expensive Let's go and pull up the Bulbasaur and put it on screen right now so we can all admire it for a second. (laughs) Hilarious. So funny. Uh, In other Pokemon news, we've got new Poketoons dropping this week. So that'll be fun. Are they they spooky, Megan? Are they spooky Poketoons? 
So it's or does Japan not? Or does Japan not give a crap about our it's, uh, our it's, holidays? It's called the Blizzard of Summer Vacation. Oh, good. Yeah, it's not spooky. Literally, I mean, our spooky one was the Gengar episode where the little girl was turned into Gengar, and it was all the all the monsters and stuff. I mean, Japan is kind of interested in Halloween. It's not like their their Christmas, which even Christmas in Japan is not like a religious holiday it's a couple's holiday so it's like a winter valentine for them basically mm-hmm. um so yeah it's it's supposed to be kind of like a a beachy summery episode with some ice pokemon interacting with it so we will be getting that later this week obviously all the coverage will be on comicbook.com discussing all the minutiae and weird details we will inevitably get mm-hmm. uh but yeah new new poketune episodes and obviously uh pokemon evolutions still having episodes come out so that will be that will be on the uh docket before long nice so and also playing- this week to oh. note is when uh, October 8th on Netflix is when uh, the Pokemon uh, Secrets of the Jungle movie comes out to stream. So if you've been there waiting patiently uh, as of For the time like I'm speaking, <laughs> yeah, after two years, as of the time I'm speaking these words, we have four days left before it's streaming. So I, was, I think, I think Zarud may have just gone from like being like everyone being super excited to now literally no one giving a crap about this. Well, show. I was like thinking about it because of this. This is the first time in years that we haven't had an annual mythical Pokemon release. Like yeah. I can't mm-hmm. uh, like. Uh, let me let me like pull up the last time that we didn't have a new Pokemon. Now, mind you, we still have a couple of months, so it would not surprise me if we at least get like the announcement of a mythical Pokemon. Right. But so let's see here. So we had uh, Zarud would have been uh, twenty twenty. Uh, we had Meltan, or uh, oh, I guess it's been a couple of years. So Zarud was twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Melmetal and Meltan was twenty eighteen. Zeraora was also 2018. Uh, Mars Shadow was 2017. Uh, uh, Magirna, if we know how to say that correctly, thanks to our fans, uh, it was 2016. Um, and then uh, Volcanion, actually, I don't know when Volcanion technically came out, but you know, those were Gen 6s. So, you know, um, I guess we did skip a year in 2019. We just kind of forgot about it because Sword and Shield had come out. Um, but you know, I don't think this was a planned, um, you know, a a planned skip, you know, especially as I was like thinking about this the other night, um, it seems very likely that in a non COVID world, uh, we would have gotten, uh, the diamond and pearl remakes like three months ago and, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. legends would be, you know, coming out next month. Mm -hmm. Um, like Mm -hmm. just, just based on how they are treating, uh diamond and pearl and kind of like the um like they're trying to like make a big deal of it because they're trying to do like simultaneous marketing cycles for both games we'll talk more about it later but um you know it just like kind of strikes me as like funny because they're like look at all of this pokemon shining diamond or brilliant (laughs) diamond and shining pearl news and then they're like we don't really have any of that news, but we have to fill up two minutes of commercial time. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I, I just realized that's that's solely because they need to, like, hype up these these remakes because it's going to be their big holiday release game um, mm. when it shouldn't have been. Um, but anyways, just I was just randomly thinking of that for some reason. I don't even know how I got started. Oh, the mythical Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. uh 
Sylveon getting added to Pokemon Unite this week. And I admittedly have been playing way more on my phone than I thought I would. I haven't downloaded it on the phone yet. How does it play on the phone? It plays really well on the phone. I was. Do you have a big phone? Do you have like the big iPhone? I do have a big, I do have a big phone. I have the smaller iPhone and it is, uh, it's still smooth, like the interface and UI, but like everything else, I'm like, Oh no, I still prefer the switch when I do play. Yeah. Like so much so that I, like I even, and just because like, I can't, you know, not that I can't, not that I would bring my switch to, I, I don't know, but I almost thought about getting one of those like Bluetooth controllers that you mm. can put your, like clip your phone into that people play games with uh, to do that. Just because I enjoy playing it. Like just being able to pull my phone out and just be like, all right, I'm going to play. I got, 10, 15 minutes to kill. I'm going to go play a match. I, I didn't even think about that. Maybe I'll go and download it. September was a horrifically busy month, but. Um, yeah. Especially like when I like, you know, Nora, Nora's got uh practice. And so I'm there for like two hours. And so, I'll, you know, I've got the cellular connectivity. So I'll play a few games and, you know, so it's, uh, I enjoy it so much, very, very much so. And so, uh ma'am i've seen a lot of people playing mammoth swine and so i'm very curious to see uh what the pickup for sylveon is going to be yeah uh, and then and then how it all you know levels out basically well the crazy thing about mammoth swine is at least the early consensus was it was a pretty lackluster pokemon yep. um and you know so i what i'm really curious about is why we're getting back to back weeks of releases i mean we haven't seen that cycle of releases before um like why are they speeding up the release like is there a logic behind it or you know are they just really trying to like keep people invested in the game like the mobile players there's i have a lot of like random questions about this like that like interests me more than like sylveon's like metagame presence (laughs) is it's more like Man, back-to-back releases. Why? It's just, especially when they can just spread it out. So, like, you know, when when the interest kind of ebbs and flows, it's like, oh, okay, here's a new Pokemon. Okay, I'm going to go check it out. And then yeah. wait, you know, a couple weeks. I mean, look, I don't, if they added new Pokemon monthly, like, I still think, like, that's probably the best cadence for it. But, I mean, geez, in the last month, we've gotten mm-hmm. Blastoise, Mamoswine, Sylveon, um like yeah no how many, we've more, got, how many more pokemon are they adding to this game well that's that why like, that is like the big question is oh but isn't uh blissey's coming next right we already got blissey oh we got blissey right mm-hmm. i totally forgot about that right so we got blissey too yeah well part of me wonders how many of these pokemon they maybe wanted to include in the original lineup but they just needed to get the game out so they were like oh we'll just do like a quick dialogue but I feel like there was an there was an okay amount at launch that even like I said, if they just went monthly, it feels like it would have been at least sustained interest in the game throughout year one. My biggest concern now is it's like we're gonna get to Christmas and you know, or like we're gonna get Sylveon and then that it's like that's it till the new year. And it's like, well, okay. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think like because we saw we saw like a few more Pokemon in the data mine, but people just didn't know if they were going to be like playable Pokemon or right. uh, if they were like adding a new map. So I think maybe, mm-hmm. who knows, maybe, maybe that's how things are going to go down. 
Yeah. And, and there's lots of room. I mean, the nice thing about this game is, you know, it's a pretty it's a pretty easy game. And I feel like they have a lot of room that they can do stuff with um, yeah. in terms. And like, we've seen that a little bit, like, you know, that's when this game first came out, the thing I was worried about was that the play styles for individual Pokemon were not going to be that different. Like we, we basically, here are your five roles and there's going to be yeah. some like minor stat changes, but, and a couple of like some of the moves are going to be different, but like the unite gonna, moves would be different. And like that's Yeah. It. But, you know, they keep on adding, like, Mamoswine is, plays very differently than any Pokemon we've seen before. Blissey mm-hmm. plays it very differently. Uh, you know, Sylveon looks to be kind of like a Gardevoir with, like, a little bit of a healing side to her. Yep. Um, so, you know, there's there's some stuff, but, like, uh, they, there's still a lot of room to grow. So, I'm like I said, I'm curious to see if they're going to announce, like, okay, here's our next... Wave. set of uh yeah. set of car uh set of pokemon coming out um so we'll we'll see about that yeah i hope uh, so like i said i i i anticipated it going to mobile would would kind of keep me interested and so far it, it definitely has uh i i do like playing on you know a tv and uh but i have found the the mobile controls to be incredibly uh intuitive so yeah um, we we do have one bit of extra news that trading card game news yes yeah a a very um so they they just announced a new set in japan Mm -hmm. it has a very clean and appropriate name called v max climax um and at this point they're doing it on purpose they are like they are truly doing it on purpose like at this point like you know there there is definitely a guy who give them the benefit of the doubt at first okay maybe maybe a weird translation thing but nope no right now they are doing it on purpose somebody somebody at creatures inc is just like having an absolute blast with this and he's just like maybe they listen to it maybe they're just like you know like we're going to get that pokemon after dark episode we're going to get it because Christian's not going to be able to contain himself. You know, he's just going to like, you know, explode with a bunch of inappropriate jokes, mm-hmm. but that will not be the case. I will n- do no such thing. VMAX Climax is a thing that's come out. Um, it's going to feature the return of character rare cards, which are, uh, a oh, big, okay. you know, we haven't seen those in a couple of years. Uh, so we have a gr- awesome, uh, they have a secret rare VMAX card where it's uh, red standing in front of a massive chunky Pikachu. Um, Perfect. It, it looks it looks very impressive. Um, you know, Pikachu is like you know standing there, um, looking all big. And you know. have you have you guys seen any of the? Is the oh God, is it celebrations? Is that what the anniversary set is called? Yes. You see, I. I've seen some people like get their hands on it and I'm it's, um, that's they're not supposed to have gotten their hands on it. It's uh, that's fair. It's, that it's a because um, it's I think it's embargoed for this week, right? I, it I comes think out this it, week. I think it either comes out date. this week or next week. Next week. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some people I don't know, like the the chatter is is that those the people who got them early did so through maybe less than legal means. Oh, or the sense. the source of that was less than right. legal means. That's fair. Um, there are some pretty nice cards in that set, though. There, there are. Um, I'm looking forward to not being able to get my hands on any of them. 
the the gold the the gold cards are really cool. There's mm-hmm. a Pikachu. They've seen a Pikachu and Charizard one. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of really cool cards in that set. So I'm uh, I'm definitely very excited to to see what uh what comes through that. It's gonna say, like it it felt like um uh battle styles felt like a bit of a, a, a low point in the most recent kind of uh releases that we've got but ever since then we've started to kind of truck back up as far as you know interesting cool cards and all that stuff goes but we need to take a break we've got to pay for the show and when we get back we are going to talk about some more diamond and pearl news get ready Okie dokie. Wow, that was a oh, long minute. A long it was a very minute. long, Such very a long, long ad minute. break, y'all. Uh, we got a bunch of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl news, and we didn't really get a chance to, to talk about it, but now we're going to talk about it here, where we get Poketech is returning, which is, sorry, Poketch is returning. Yes. yes. So, which is pretty know, cool. I It is cool, and it comes with a big upgrade. So, you know, Gen 4... So, you know, they 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 kind of like unofficially did away with like hidden. Well, they didn't unofficially. They straight up got rid yeah. of hidden machines. Yeah. Um, and was it Sun and Moon, I think? Right? Was it Sun and Moon? Yeah, yes. Um, so anyways, they 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 got rid of it. Um, and you know, the big question was okay, well, we're going back to a time where hidden machine, you know, the 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 you know, hidden moves were you know necessary. Uh, right. To get through the game, you'd have to totally change the maps if you got rid of hidden moves. How do you get around right. it? And the answer is there's a new uh, Poketch app uh, or Pokeitch yeah. app. Whatever. Um, and uh, it allows you to call wild Pokemon to your aid who will then go and do things. No more will you need a uh, Bidoof. <laughs> Saddle a Bidoof with all your HMs you know, sitting in that party. Like, like all know, right, cut down the tree, man. Let's go. Although I did see that uh, 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 Bibarel is one of the wild Pokemon <laughs> that you oh. can like use, <laughs> like as a nice little callback. Like you know, like <laughs> oh no, we we know what this Pokemon is for. Um, yeah, that's pretty funny. So that that was like the big announcement. They're bringing back Poffins with an additional uh, Poffin location. Uh, it used to be you could only get Poffins at one place. Now you can get them at two. So that was big news. Um, also, uh, Amity Square is returning, and you'll be able to walk around six Pokemon at M- Amity Square, which I can't remember if that was a thing. Uh, give me a second, because it's been so long since I played these stupid games. Um, Amity <laughs> Square. Um, so, Amity Square, in the original games, there was only a limited number of Pokemon that were permitted. So, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was, like, basically the starter Pokemon, Psyduck, yep. uh, you know, Drifloon, Bonary, Happiny, Clefairy, Pikachu. You know, like, there was, like, maybe 20 Pokemon or so that were allowed to walk around with you. And I think that's changing. So now your Pokemon, you know, can, can yeah, walk. Yeah, anyone you want. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's... You know they 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 changed that up and they made that a little bit more fun. I, I do think it loses a little bit of its charm though because if uh, you know players can have their Pokemon follow you throughout the game once you reach a certain point. So right. So are we are we are we are we getting a little bit more excited for 
Um, for this, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. Know. Megan, Megan, are you are you are you excited? Or what? I was just watching Hot for Space, and it's such a tragedy <laughs> that we can't show that to you in real time this week. But uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited. It has. It has been a long time uh, since I've played Diamond and Pearl. Um, they were never one of my favorite games. I, I will fully admit that. I think some of the changes they're making are cute, especially to like contests mm-hmm. and everything like that. So, I mean, I, I've, I've had a whole, uh, you know, rant about that in a previous episode. If you want to go back a couple and listen to it, um, I think that is going to be interesting for people who particularly like to kind of do contests first and then approach, you know, the traditional uh, storyline route of, of challenging trainers and everything. Um, I think that the additions made uh, to the game are more than what we expected, which is a nice surprise. Mm. Uh, of course, we're still going to have the debate within the fandom of, is this worth the price tag that they're going to put on the game for, for mm-hmm. selling it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, that, that, that is always going to happen. Um, even I mean, it's even going to happen with legends, which is, you know, going to be a whole conversation in a couple months for us. Um, I am excited. I do have the game pre-ordered. I will be playing uh diamond. So I'm, uh, well, I don't have it pre-ordered. My my husband has it. Well, <laughs> fiance has it pre-ordered, so he'll be getting that. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 interested to see when it comes though to like games I'm most excited for on the Switch though right now. It's Metroid Dread. So like I yeah. have mm. like I'm gonna kind of be consumed by that game for a while. So I I'll be interested to see how my level is up because I have Metroid Dread pre-ordered for myself. <laughs> so that that was where my priorities laid. So it'll be interesting to see how I feel uh, next month when, you know, we get closer to the release. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to play Metroid Dread as as it was intended to be played on the new Nintendo Switch uh, OLED. Um, I'm, I'm getting one of those here this weekend. So, yeah, um, it'll be interesting. I'm also with that. I'm interested to you'll see be able to play it the outside. difference. Of, yeah right i'll be interested <laughs> to see the difference of how these games look in full on you know the regular switch switch light versus the switch oled because from what we have seen of the oled that thing looks crisp yeah. uh so i definitely want to invest in one of those before legends comes out um but you know i'll be curious to see the difference with uh um diamond and pearl but i'll be playing metroid dread on my my very old switch <laughs> yeah no i i i this i i think this is becoming a less and less controversial opinion as we get closer to these games because people wanted the Sinnoh remakes for so long so long the Sinnoh the original Sinnoh games i like the Sinnoh region nothing wrong with the Sinnoh region this the diamond and pearl they were okay Pokemon games. They weren't great Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they were fine. I think that the my big question is, is because I remember when I played eventually played through Diamond. I actually I think I played through Platinum. When I played through Platinum, it was a freaking slog. Like it really mm-hmm. was a slog. There were yeah, and not like in the like source slog, like you know, like you can talk about like, oh, the Pokemon games are too easy. It wasn't even like, oh, this is hard. It was just grindy as heck. And like the, the and not in the good, like classic way. And so the thing I'm really curious about 
is if they've streamlined that at all. And they probably mm-hmm. have. I'm sure you're going to end up with like an XP share, like right out of the gate. Like here, here is this mandatory thing that you have to have. So you don't oh, spend sure. 60 hours trying to get to like the fifth gym. But, you know, I, I think that there, there are a couple of little things that, you know, they're trying to do, which seems to indicate that they're trying to streamline these games a bit and trying to like retroactively um fix some of the flaws of the original games and make them probably better than the what they were so we'll see how well that works out Mm -hmm. i do question if a game that has literally access to only half the pokemon and not even in the we're saving some up for dlc and select sort of things like what they did with you know sword and shield but like do i want to pay 60 dollars for a game that i have played before and that i i don't know i don't know like i got a good i really enjoyed when the Link's awakening um right that was the last like super like where they Mm -hmm. remade the game and it was Mm -hmm. like you know like aesthetically this is different and you know gameplay basically the same um and so I don't know. Like, I, I like the Zelda game. I'll be curious to see if I like the Pokemon game as much. Um, yeah. Also, I it doesn't help that they've got a better Pokemon game coming out in two months. <laughs> Which we can yeah, talk about I right just, now. Oh, no, go ahead, man. Megan. Well, I was just saying, that's the other thing that's really killing it. Is, is there going to be, you know, not an insignificant number of fans, you know, whether it be parents buying for their kids or, you know, people you know, my age, like for my instance, like I have a wedding coming up this month that, you know, I'm getting married. I have a honeymoon to pay for. So like, I'm conserving my budget right now to make sure like I can pay for what I need to pay. And in that, I don't know where Pokemon, you know, fits in. Like ordinarily my fiance would be getting one game. I would be getting the other, but you know, I haven't put any money down on anything other than Metroid Dread, which, because like, I can't not do that, but like, normally I would be able to do both. I don't know if I can do that, especially in light, knowing that I'm going to want to be paying for legends in a couple well, of months. A, and you so, say like, like parent for parents, it's a, it's a huge thing, right? Like which game yeah. do they get? Like, yeah, what, yeah especially like, if they don't know the difference, they, they just know. know there's two Pokemon games coming out. Their kid really wants both. So if you need, uh, you know, information, please hit us up or listen to our podcast, <laughs> all the information. Uh, but if not, like it, it, the, the close release dates, I have always felt a little uncomfortable about. I understand why Pokemon is doing it because they have numbers they need to meet for the end of the year. Their their budgets, their profits, their whole timelines going on. But uh, it's going to force some fans to make a choice. And I'm curious how that choice will skew because if it came down to me, I'm getting Legends because I still can play Pearl, Diamond, or Platinum on my handheld. I, and I Go ahead, Jim. I was saying like, and like, that's the biggest thing of it all too, right? Like at the end of the day, this game is a remake and it really, I think only appeals to, you know, like a a certain sect of, you know, that will hit the nostalgia vibes, right? Where like, where legends, like we're getting a legitimately new New game. Yes. It's, 
you know, yes, it's taking place in uh, a, a setting that we've been before, but that setting is entirely different just by the gameplay alone. Mm-hmm. And so, so, you know, for my money, you know, for anyone who's on the fence, like Legends to me is the one to, to do because not only is it a, a brand new game experience, but we're getting new Pokemon too, right? Like where there's new types of Pokemon being added to this game. Yeah. And I, I think that the 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 one thing that both of these games have going for it, like I, I, I think about comparing this franchise to some of the other franchises that are out there. Like, can you imagine if we had like two Call of Duty games coming out within like two months of each other? It would be a disaster. It would be a disaster in part because well, I think Call but I think we kind of, I think I mean, I think we kind of did. Right. Like, didn't Cold War is coming out at the same very in a very similar uh, time frame to Vanguard? Like, isn't Vanguard almost out? I don't know. It may be I more like six months I, in between I mean, games. This is the part of the conversation I tune out <laughs> on because I have never even looked at a but yeah, Call but, of Duty but yeah, your point, your point, your point still stands. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's like if they release if they release like two football games in, in, yeah. like in the if, same quarter. Yeah. Right? Like, if, if, that, we got, if we got if we got Madden in 2021 and Madden in 2022 in the same like cycle, it would be a disaster. People would be yeah. super mad. Um, this this is a little bit different. Like while it definitely like the the timing is weird both these games like sure like diamond and pearl have like an online like a very minor online component but they're pretty both of these are going to be pretty timeless games like that's the big thing is it's like you know there's there's no competitive cycle that you need to get behind there's nothing like that these are pure games i i just went and started replaying breath of the wild uh you know this weekend and you know that game came out what six years ago five five six years ago and it's still just as great as it was five years ago um and uh, that's the thing it's like the the one thing that nintendo games have going for them compared to other games is those games are built to with you know they're meant to be timeless they they do not have the issues of uh playstation or you know xbox games and you know some of the some playstation and xbox games have that timelessness too but you know most of those games are not nearly they they don't have the franchise angle that pokemon has pokemon has come out with the game almost every single year since what 2014 i think we've Mm -hmm. skipped like one maybe two years um and like you know that that puts it up on like a that puts it on scale with a franchise like call of duty the the sports games the games are supposed to have these annual releases and like the thing is you buy into the cycle you know right. you're you're always going to pick up the new one as soon as it comes out because the the clock is ticking like you know because once that game's like six months old people aren't going to be buying it because they're just waiting for the next one you don't have those problems with the new pokemon games and that's i think what's going to save these games is they're they're going to have long shelf lives. So for people who are like, I don't know which game to buy, buy the game that you want more. And when you can afford the other one, go and pick that up. They're both going to be good. You know, they're both going to be Pokemon games. Like mm-hmm. buy whichever one you're looking forward to the most. And the other game will be waiting for you a year, two years, five years down the road. I mean, they're still selling Sword and Shield and it's still yeah. full price. You know, the only thing <laughs> yeah. the only thing that you have to worry about when it comes to these games is is Nintendo going to release, you know, whatever's they're making after the Switch. That's the only thing you gotta worry about in terms of the cycle. Like these games are still gonna be available. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's talk about let's talk about the new Pokemon. Yeah, like I've I've ran, done enough ranting about the video game cycle. Yeah, we've got a new freaking Pokemon. 
And it's like yeah. Jim's other, 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 other favorite Pokemon. You know, that's right. That is yeah. true. It's it's very Jim centric. Yes. <laughs> Look, I just I think like like honestly, these new variations and you know the one we'll talk about in a second in particular, like it, you know we obviously got them introduced in in Sun and Moon and you know taken to a, a fun level with with Sword and Shield, and I love that this is kind of becoming the norm basically that, yeah you know mm-hmm. based off where and when and all of that like we're getting regional variants basically which which is which is which just makes it more fun so christian why don't you walk us through what alpha and noble pokemon are uh, so the new so this this game seems to be going back to a variation of what we saw in pokemon sun and moon they did not have gems in pokemon sun and moon Instead, they had totem Pokemon and they had Kahunas. Um, in this game, we have noble Pokemon, which are Pokemon imbued with a, a mysterious power that certainly does not come from the god of Pokemon. Um, <laughs> you know, it's you know these Pokemon are definitely not glowing with the holy energy of Arceus, um, or and. Uh, they are tended to by wardens, you know, and these wardens all are the the uh, ancestors of the various gym leaders of the Sinnoh region. Um, so you can kind of see where this is going. Uh, so we have noble Pokemon, which uh, are basically going to be your totem Pokemon. And for reasons unclear, you know, they've begun to go berserk and you must calm them down. Uh, when they When they revealed the noble Pokemon, the first noble Pokemon that they showed off was not like a a normal Pokemon. It was a brand new Pokemon. It was mm-hmm. Cleaver, uh, a bug rock uh, regional uh, variation evolution of Scyther. So instead of you know a, I don't know maybe metal coats didn't uh, you know weren't invented back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead, uh, special minerals in the Hisui region uh, caused Scyther to grow big freaking stone axes that it then tries to decapitate you with. Um, it and looks like, so cool. It's, it I mean, looks <laughs> like D&D Lord of the Rings creation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And like I, when that boy came on screen with the latest trailer, I like audibly like heart eyes. Like I was in <laughs> love with this, this little monster. I'm so excited. It took me like a half, like, and the funny thing about it was, I think my favorite part about it, this, this trailer. So they released like a two minute trailer last week and they didn't say that, you know, Cleaver was an evolution of Scyther mm-hmm. in the trailer. They're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, here's this, here's this big old rock axe Pokemon <laughs> coming to murder you. And like, you actually see it. It's like running around. It's got these giant, like, you know, 500 pound axes and it's swinging them at your, you know, at, it's at basically your player like, character. It's, it's like Pokemon Silent Hill is what it's yeah. like. Yeah. And, yeah. And like, <laughs> I was like looking at it and like the great thing is it's got like the sideburns. It's got like this like rocky sideburn and beard and top knot. So it like mm-hmm. looks like a, it's got like the samurai aesthetic down too, which just like cracks me up. Like this is going to be the most Japanese Pokemon game like we have seen <laughs> in a I'm while. I'm so ready. Uh, I'm like, so you know, ready. When they announce like the Pokemon Onsen, like spa baths, <laughs> I'm going to be there and I'm going to be ready. So I'm so excited. I was, I was cracking up because I realized that the Sinnoh region was the last time that we went to Japan in a Pokemon mm-hmm. game. You know, mm-hmm. because after that, we went to New York and then we went to France and then we went to Hawaii and then we went to Britain. And then it was like, OK, OK, kids, we've done the international tour. 
now get ready like we're talking full kimonos we've got traditional masks they showed off like like a crow gunk mask like that you would mm-hmm. like and i was just like dying it was like you know the sort of that you see on demon slayer my bad uh we'll edit that out in post but just like oh my god i was just like dying the entire time it's like I, is- and i also the best thing is given how un godly popular demon slayer is in japan i mean even the president is like the new president is like the biggest fan of demon slayer in japan you know there are going to be demon slayer losers in there <laughs> side brand for anime but like come on There's i do no way i do wonder if like this game's like origins were like you know like the people at game freak were seeing runs like what should we make as our next pokemon it's like someone runs in's like we need to make demon slayer only make it with pokemon it's like okay feudal japan here we come like uh, yeah uh, I mean, absolutely like, real time absolutely would not be surprised so um, anyways yeah. side tangent so yeah so we've got this big freaking cleaver and they're big too like that's what yep. like that is what i'm curious about because you you throw the and like it doesn't look like you can capture the noble pokemon uh although you are shown like you have to like create bombs using ingredients so there's going to mm-hmm. be like some like breath of the wild stuff going on where you have to like pick up wild ingredients, mix the bomb, and then like wildly chuck it as this thing's like rampaging around with its big freaking axes at you. Oh man, I love it. The other thing are, we also have alpha Pokemon. Now alpha Pokemon, as their name suggests, are the apex predators of Pokemon. They're they're not, they, they are denoted because they have glowing red eyes and they are more aggressive and they will try to kill you. Now the the, the interesting thing about this, not only are you going to get like, all the Pokemon that are like chasing you around the wilderness, like trying to like murder you, uh, are apparently the alpha Pokemon. But the interesting thing is, you these might be like a new like variation, kind of like how we have uh, shiny Pokemon stuff like that. Mm. Mm. Um, because you can see in some of the screenshots, you can actually see a grayed out like alpha symbol next to some of them, which suggests mm. that uh, maybe the alpha Pokemon uh, there's something that triggers the alpha Pokemon state. Uh, or maybe this is a new like variation of it. Like, yeah, like if if you survive your encounter with like uh you know an electivire or what have you, you know, here is uh you know, here's your reward. So yeah. uh, you know, those were those were the big news. We got a couple of like character appearances. Um, but you know, the big thing was they just like and they just like very subtly they're like, oh, by the way, here's Cleaver. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh yeah, here is Cleaver. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm I'm so looking forward to this game. Like every single new Pokemon they have like shown off so far, like everybody's been like, yeah, give me like give me weird deer. Like yep. you know, like give like me everyone- that whatever they whatever they did to Basculin, man. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. Give me the legions of the damned fish Pokemon. <laughs> like this is yeah. like and this is like a hardcore game. It's like look at yeah. the Pokemon we've gotten so far. This you is know? becoming like hardcore goth feudal Japan Pokemon open world, <laughs> and it's like my aesthetic to a T. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very ready. It's just like yeah, it's just like it's like yeah, it's like you know here is here is a semi legendary mythical Pokemon. It's like just wait until they like show off like Hisu and Arcanine. You know, like oh the best. Oh my gosh! Oh man! It's gonna be like, crazy that people who start when this game is out start making like horror game jump scare edits <laughs> of like them being in the wild and just like cleavers like coming at them like coming at their neck. Like I'm so ready, so ready. Oh, it's, I it's I know time. we won't get this, and this is 
hundred percent do the fact that I literally started playing Breath of the Wild again 24 hours ago. Um, ah. But it would be really freaking great. So you're just walking through the woods, mind your own business, and suddenly you like see a tree crash kind of in front of you. And you're like <laughs> looking around like, what? what's going on? Another, another tree crash. And then you see Cleaver and he's just like swinging away with his big axe arms, knocking down trees and stuff like that. It's like, oh, oh, this is happening. We're about to die. Uh, like, Legitimately you know. something you would expect out of a Resident Evil game. Oh, yep. I know. I, Absolutely. Like, please, please give us interactable terrain, please. Just so that Cleaver can come and kill us better. Um, yep. Also, this entire conversation has made it a little bit more hilarious. Uh, one, in my D&D campaign, uh, one of my players had a character named Cleaver who was this, like, halfling cook um, who liked <laughs> to eat meat. And, like, actually, she was, like, doing her parole, basically, as part of the campaign because she ate a deer that she wasn't supposed to eat. And so her entire character was based upon, like, wanting to, like, cook up monsters. It was, like, a delicious and dungeon theme. So, like, you know, Cleaver has, like, it was like a running gag at that point. And so now it's like, now we've got like killer cleaver in the Pokemon franchise. Like I just can't escape it. It's all Love coming it. together for you is what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Christian, give us our Pokemon fact of the week. All right. Well, we're to the lamest Pokemon. I think that we've done so far. Like, like I'm, you I'm, said I'm, that you said that like two weeks ago. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just, it's not a very good Pokemon. There's just nothing um, great about um sunkern and sunflora they are very boring pokemon that's just all there is to it they don't move much it's literally in I mean, the yeah, pokedex but but, but sunkern is pretty like sunkern is a pretty cute pokemon though no it's not oh i think so i think it's a how, how, really if yeah. you like plants i guess like if you if you wish you were a plant parent guess, or are they're pretty cute i've yeah. i've got like i guess it's got like the big eyes like it's fine it's not great. <laughs> anyway, it's got, like Sunkern... the chibi thing going for it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sunkern's big thing is it literally does not move. It's not supposed <laughs> to. It's trying to conserve its nutrients so they can evolve, which is weird because it requires a sunstone to evolve. So I don't really understand how that exactly works. It also can subsist on morning dew. Um, it's just, I don't know. Low maintenance. It's like a succulent. It's really hard yeah. to kill. <laughs> It also, Unless you're in battle, in which case, you know. It is also legitimately like the weakest of all the grass type Pokemon. It has the yeah. lowest base HP. It has, it's tied for lowest defense. It's tied for lowest special defense. And it's tied for of um, all first stage Pokemon, like literally all of them, including like baby Pokemon. It is tied for <laughs> the lowest stat, base stat total. It's just, it is a, it is literally... You're spitting a sunflower seed at your when you bring it, it out. It is just a happy flower. It's just all it is. Yeah, and that's okay. Like I'm fine with that. Let me let me use these buddies in contests or something. I'm fine if they're not meant to fight. Like yeah. what damage? <laughs> unless you're like deathly allergic to flowers or they're like, you know, anything like that. If I threw a sunflower at you, I don't think it's gonna do anything unless you have horrific allergies. I I I do like like sunflora's aesthetic. I just wish that like sunflower had something interesting going on for it. It's just like, yep, nope. It's just a happy sunflower. It's like, oh, okay. Well, thanks. So when that. we get the regional variant one day of sunflower, that's like emo <laughs> and like gets dead and shriveling up. It's going to be, I'm it's going to be, be very a, ready. It's going to be a dark grass Pokemon and yeah. it's going to be like moon flora or something like that. And it's going to like have like a crescent face with like, like it's going to be like the evil moon from soul eater. 
Yes. Or let's take it a step further. It's like basically the representation of the moon that's coming for you in like Majora's Mask. There it is. Just that's terrifying. That's if that was what was happening, I would be scared. So when one of these days, like you know, like we know that Junji Ito is a Pokemon fan because he literally did Pokemon like artwork illustrations. That still haunts me to this day. Um, you know, wouldn't it just be great if Game Freak like called him in to consult? It's like you know, we've got this like creepy vibe that people just really don't talk about, except for this one podcast over in America. Let's go and make a game about that. What do you got for us, Junji Ito? Can you like design? Like, can you like design like a half dozen Pokemon species just to really creep us out? It's like you know, like. Oh, and also they're all going to be regional variants and like give them like the six happiest Pokemon like available. Oh, um, like... Horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. Um, I would be into it for horrifying. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got a, a review that I wanted to read. I thought this was a fun one. If you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we'll read it out on the air. And like we got this one from Ultra Poke Chef. A legendary podcast has appeared. I've been a Pokemon fan for a while. It fell out uh, of the ring a few years ago. This podcast has ignited my re uh, has, has ignited my passion for playing the video games and collecting the cards again. This show is an 11 out of 10 on my scale. I listen to it on my way to and from work. I wish I could watch it live. I can't wait till you cover uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Megan, I know you'll win all the contests. And I also can't wait for you guys to cover Pokemon Legends. It's truly the best time to be a Pokemon fan. I'm glad I get to be a part of it with you in the amazing community. Look forward to listening to many more episodes to come. Keep on catching. Love that. My one. first Thank win you. is dedicated to them. That's it. <laughs> you. To Ultra I'm winning it just for you. <laughs> love it um well there we go that's all so we had a, a nice fun show today sorry we couldn't do it live for those who were waiting for us to go live but we'll be back again next week hopefully once us uh Streamyard gets its uh, act together but in the meantime feel free to follow the show on twitter at pokemon pod cb otherwise you can follow me at jim biscardi uh megan at megan peters cb and christian at uh seahoffer cbus uh on twitter so uh it was good to be back i missed you guys last week but you guys put on a great show so thank you for uh for for carrying along uh otherwise uh, until next time folks we'll catch you next week <laughs>